from America. We're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harrell. Welcome to Live from America, ladies and gentlemen. Today is January 20th, year of our Lord, 2021. Uh, I am your host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the Hip Hop Patriot, and I uh, I can't help but feel the same thing that you guys all feel. I really can't. Um, <clears throat> you know, there's a lot uh, there's a lot at stake. There's a lot going on. Uh, <clears throat> there's a lot of emotion. There is uh, there's a lot to be thankful for. I will say that there always is. Um, there's always good news if you go to the Word, and um, you know we're going to talk about we're going to talk about that today on today's podcast. Uh, but first and foremost, we're going to go to the Lord, um, as we do every show on Live from America, as we will continue to do on Live from America. And today, the verse of the day is from Ephesians 6.18 from the New Living Translation. And it says, pray in the Spirit at all times and on every occasion. Stay alert and be persistent in your prayers for all believers everywhere. I also want to read from <clears throat> Jesus' Calling this morning, which is a uh, morning, motivation, mo- morning motivational book that I read from that most of you know. <clears throat> Excuse me. And, uh, and I'm going to tell you where these motivations come from, where they reference. So today is January 20th. It says, approach this day with awareness of who is boss. As you make plans for the day, remember that it is I who orchestrate the events of your life. On days when things go smoothly, according to your plans, you may be unaware of my sovereign presence. On days when your plans are thwarted, be on the lookout for me. I may be doing something important in your life, something quite different from what you expected. It is essential at such times to stay in communication with me, accepting my way as better than yours. Don't try to figure out what is happening. Simply trust me and thank me in advance for the good that will come out of it all. I know the plans I have for you, and they are good. And that is referencing Isaiah 55, 9 and Jeremiah 29, 11. <clears throat> so ladies and gentlemen, um, yes, uh, President Trump gave his goodbye, I got quote, goodbye speech this morning at Andrews Air Force Base, and... Um, you know, it, you could see he was choked up a couple times. <clears throat> when the crowd was chanting, you could see he was choked up. I was choked up. You were choked up. But I always look for, I, I look at life. I've been, I've, been, <laughs> I've been in some of the worst places you can imagine. And thank the Lord Almighty that I, that he found me, because I was the one that was lost. Thank him that he found me in 2016. And that I continue to grow my relationship with Jesus. Especially over the last year and a half or so. And I believe President Trump found his way to Jesus during this administration as well. <clears throat> a lot more, if, if anything. So I look at the glass half full. I never look at the glass half empty. No matter what's going on in the world, I'm breathing, I'm alive. You're alive, you're breathing, you're listening. We have this opportunity to be able to do these kind of 
podcasts and, and videos through technology. And that's all because of God. And we just got to be grateful for that. But again, I look at the glass half full, not half empty. When President Trump th says things like, we'll be back in some form. Go enjoy your life. We'll see you soon. That to me just screams MAGA. Now, I know there's a lot of folks who are acting off emotion today. Thank the good Lord I've learned not to do that. I, used to, I did that my entire life, and, and, and every single time I acted off emotion, I regretted it later. <clears throat> so I know there's going to be a lot of people upset today. Just looking at my Facebook post this morning, there's people calling me a clown, a fraud, uh, using God to make money. <laughs> All these things, right? <clears throat> what happened to your inside sources? Well, let me tell you something. I want to I address this real quick. Number one, I've said nothing different than what President Trump has said this entire time. I bring facts mixed with my opinion, mixed with what I see and what I think is going on. Trump himself has said since November 3rd, or since November 4th, this is a fraud, we will win. Everything that is under this sun, under God's beautiful sky in the United States of America, said we should have won. The Supreme Court let too much evil in, and it took them over, and they let us down. The circuit courts let us down because of the swamp. The GOP let us down. President Trump had no indication that any of those three things were going to happen. He put 300 judges in. He put three Supreme Court justices in, uh, and the GOP had his back the entire time he was in there. And then we watched them all flip. We watched them all flip because they were either threatened, their families were threatened, the, the left had dirt on them, or they were just too scared to make, an, make, a, uh, make a, a brash, bold decision. <clears throat> I've told you where my sources have come from this entire time. I've never kept them secret. I've told you the news organizations that I gather news from and put it into one spot for you to hear. And I've told you where my sources are. Inside places like RSBN, inside places like America's Voice News, inside uh, places like the Epic Times, Friends in Congress. Nobody in their right mind thought that all of these organizations would let us down. They did. So what do we do now? Now you guys know that I have been against forming a new party because I said that there's no way that we'll we'll split the vote and we'll lose. However, the talks that are circulating right now around President Trump doing just that changes everything for me. Do I think a party can just grassroots start and take over? No. The two-party system is too strong. However, if 80 million people continue to ride with President Trump and his family and what he's going to do in politics within the next few years, few months, few days, who knows. He could do it. <clears throat> if anybody could start a third party and crush the two-party system, President Donald Trump could do that. With help from people like the Walk Away campaign and stuff like that, he could pull so many voters from both parties. Because what you're, you're going to watch what happens. Let's say... Let's say the military doesn't take over today. Let's say Biden gets into the White House, blah, 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 and it goes on, the, our worst nightmare continues to happen, all right? 
people are going to see the downfall of President Trump's great accomplishments because of the Democratic Party. They're going to watch their 401ks go. They're going to watch gas prices go, go up. They're going to see their uh, health care go up. They're going to see their taxes raise. They're going to see illegal aliens coming in and getting free stuff. They're going to see that stuff. Sometimes it takes getting hit right in your own wallet, right in your own pocket for people to wake up. Now, I said, if President Trump does do this, he could be the one man who could pull this off. And boy, wouldn't that really be making America great again to destroy the two-party system. I'll tell you what, if he does start his new if he does start a new party, Patriot Party, MAGA Party, whatever you want to call it, the GOP is dead. They're dead to me as it is anyway, with the, with the exception of a few, you know, like the Jim Jordans and the Josh Hawleys and the and the Ted Cruz's and things like that. They're great, they're great guys, great candidates. But the GOP itself. <laughs> They really, really, really let the American people down. They really did. They had the power to stand up for President Trump and to stand up for what was right. And guess what they did? They didn't. <laughs> they didn't. That's the point. So what do we do? What do we do from here? A lot of people are just saying, I'm done. I'm done with you. I'm done with everything. I'm done with life from America. You sell t-shirts and you, and you ask for donations. You know, you're exactly right. You're exactly right. Want to know why? Because I'm trying to grow Live from America to be a full-fledged media outlet. I'm trying to get regular contributors across the country to become part of Live from America. I'm trying to grow as big as RSBN so we can have another conservative voice inside the halls of Congress, <clears throat> at press briefings, and every other place. Now, there's two ways to go about that. You can get corporate sponsorship, in which case you're basically beholden to what they want. You can get ad revenue if you can find any, you know, social media site or any kind of outlet that will allow you to have ad revenue. <clears throat> or you can do it like RSBN does and every other place does that, that's starting up, that's becoming a good startup American business. And that is be funded by your listeners. <clears throat> There's so many, <clears throat> excuse me, there's so many conservative voices out there that are funded by their listeners. That's when you truly have the power because you're not beholden to anybody except yourselves and you run everything. That's what Live from America is. And I will continue to do it. I, I will continue to do it as I've done for the last five years and I will never, ever, ever stop. The people that find it in their heart to donate, they want to see the growth because they believe in it. Don't be mad at them. Don't go, don't go on, don't go on, you know, social media and bash them for buying a t-shirt that says armor of god on it it's it's either that or go buy a t-shirt from walmart would you rather have them go support the ccp we need to think and we need to come together as a group we're letting this fraud and this sham pull us apart and that's that's the opposite of what we should be doing and hopefully and like i said in my post today take a couple days even god rested ladies and gentlemen we need some rest so that we can get our strength up and figure out what the next move is and move forward. That is how we save and keep America. That's how we keep America great. So I just, I, I really wanted to, I really wanted to put my opinion uh, behind what I saw happening today, and 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 what I see people, I see so many sad people, and I'm and I'm so so incredibly uh, sorry and sympathetic for that. I really am. I feel the same way. <clears throat> but you got to dust yourself off. 
Remember the movie, remember the one of the last Rocky movies where he's arguing with his son? And he says, it's not about how hard you can hit. It's about how many times you can get hit and how hard you can get hit and keep getting back up. That's how winning is done. That is how winning is done. Do you think President Donald Trump has never faced a loss? Do you think he's never been knocked down? Do you think he's never been kicked in the dirt? Kicked in the stomach while he's down? Of course he has. But again, it's not how hard you can hit. It's about how hard you can get hit. And continue to get back up and push forward. That is what America is. That is what we do. Now for those who stay stick around and watch live from America and support me, that's what you can expect from me. <clears throat> now, I want to move on to some news. Because I think it's important that we do that. This morning, Breaking 911 says that CNN reports, and take that for a grain of salt, but it is what it is, <clears throat> that President Trump left a letter for Biden in the Oval Office. Can you imagine what that letter says? <laughs> Can you imagine what that letter says? Wouldn't it be nice if it said, gotcha, or you're fired, or something President Trump-ish? Wouldn't that be great? That's what we hope, right? <clears throat> Look, President Biden, President-elect Biden, I guess you can call him now, will not be president long if he walks into that White House. You think Nancy Pelosi built up the 25th Amendment last year because she was hoping it would get Trump out? No, 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 no. They were doing that expecting to get Biden out after they cheated and fraudulently took the election. <clears throat> I want to read a letter to you that was sent to me. And the letter was written by Edward Falcone. And he wrote this to Justice Chief, uh, Chief Justice John G. Roberts. He sent this letter out. <clears throat> and it says this. Dear Justice John Roberts, I decided after deliberating to share with you the type of theft and corruption that is going on with the senior officials of our government. This type of theft has been allowed to occur by holding back the statement, the settlement money, to people like myself. President Obama does have the final decision on releasing these funds. This was sent in January, by the way, this was, Jan, this was January 2011. I'm sorry, I shouldn't say that. I want to, I, I'm reading this to you because this goes back to President Obama and the corruption that we're dealing with. Okay? So this was sent on January 21st, 20, January 21st, 2011. It says President Obama does have the final decision on releasing these funds, but is held back because he has been ordered to by George Bush Sr., as you will see, President Obama has also financially benefited from uh, for cooperating. I am forwarding this to Congress for full investigation and to request that they subpoena records of the Vatican Bank, of the senior officials of our government. I attached a chart which only demonstrates some of our government officials that have benefited in the conspiracy of blocking my funds. I have names of other government officials that have received illegal payments that are deposited at the Vatican Bank, but are not related directly to my case. In total, 
it is a billion dollars. I hope you make the right decision. And below it, it says, <clears throat> President Obama, Vatican Bank, $1 billion. Joe Biden, Vatican Bank, $100 million. Tim Geithner, Vatican Bank. All these are from Vatican Bank, by the way. $700 million. George Bush Jr. and Sr., $700 and $200 million. Alan Greenspan, $500 million. Mitt Romney, $400 million. Paul Gwinnett, $700 million. Michael Herzog, $500 million. And Bill and Hillary Clinton, $400 million. Why do I read that to you? I read that to you because most of these people are still in office or have been in shadow government. The corruption that Donald Trump exposed goes so much further than the fake news, goes so much further than Hollywood, goes so much further than the sports figures, goes all the way up to the Vatican, the leaders of this world, the people that run this world and the shadow governments of this world, <clears throat> and people who are in power right now. I read that to you because of one reason and one reason only. Donald Trump made a lot of promises, and his last promise was to drain the swamp. He came through on every one of his promises, and had he not been cheated, he'd had four years to drain that swamp, but it's up to us now. It's up to us now. Now, a lot of people go, well, how's it going to happen? Even if we run for office, we're not going to win. <clears throat> the alternative is do nothing. Sometimes we just got to trust God. Sometimes we just got to trust God and his timing. And if he truly sent Donald Trump to expose everything and to set us up to truly make America great again, then are we really going to let him down? Are we really going to sit and let him down? I don't think so. I'm not going to. And I doubt most of you are going to either. That's why I wanted to read that letter. Now, here, here's something else that's more recent. Not 2011, 2021. And this is from Eric Trump. Now, Eric Trump gives, I won't read the whole thing because he, he's, he's uh, giving a lot of, uh, you know, his, his emotion about, you know, being there as a, being there working as a family, being able to, to fight for America and do everything that the Trump family have done. But I will read you his last couple sentences of this letter. And this is, this is just out. We'll always feel a tremendous pride for the United States of America and we'll always be grateful to live in the greatest nation on earth. Let's always keep America great. Without a doubt, the best is yet to come. President Trump keeps saying that. Now, whether that means starting a new party, whether that means President Trump's coming back, whether that means the military is going to take over and, and put some of these people in prison, whether it means Donald Trump, Donald Trump Jr. is going to be running and they're going to be gearing up for that, I don't know what that means. The best is yet to come. I don't think really anybody does. But what I do know is that if this family continues to fight for the United States of America, will you fight with them? That's what I want. That's what... That's what I know, and that's what I want to know from you. Will you continue to fight with them? Or are you going to join the bandwagon of people that said he let us down more than any president in the history, and he walked away from us? We have put too much of our, our, our faith in one man to fight this evil. <clears throat> we have to do things besides just post on social media. We have to get out there in the public. We have to go to these events. We have to go to these 
uh, places and demand answers from these people. We have to run for office. We have to do whatever we can do or else we're always going to live with we didn't do enough. Okay? Now, the people, some of the people, it looks like Liz Cheney is, is literally, um, it looks like she's on her way out, or at least on her way out of being third in command in the Republican Party. And, and good riddance to bad rubbish, right? Maybe she needs to go do some soul searching and some praying of her own. Because people like Liz Cheney, because people like uh, Kissinger in, in Chicago, in Illinois, and other rhinos, they came out and they were the voice against President Donald J. Trump. And he got most of them the notoriety they needed to win re-election. Talk about worse than Democrats. At least with Democrats, you know what you're getting. At least with Democrats, you know what you're getting. When you deal with rhinos, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, when you deal with rhinos, that's the worst thing in the world. Okay? Um, one thing I wasn't sure of is why didn't we, why didn't Trump or, or, or anybody demand that Joe Biden get a, a, a test to see what his cognitive abilities were? Do you remember they did that to President Trump and he did that before he became president? And it was like off the charts? Wonder why that wasn't ever done. <clears throat> At least they could have demanded it and then they could have refused it and we would have known that they refused it. At least that could have happened. Will we see Hunter Biden today? President Trump did declassify a lot of stuff on the way out. He did pardon a lot of people. Why? I'm, I'm curious as why he'd pardoned people like Lil Wayne. Well, I mean, that's that makes sense because Lil Wayne, uh, you know, showed support for President Trump leading up to the election. Probably was a trade-off somewhere for that. But why not Snowden and Assange? He did declassify a lot, he did declassify a lot of Russia material. <clears throat> Will it go anywhere? Probably not. But again, ladies and gentlemen, we can't rely on the government to do these things. What he did that for was for us. He Knowledge is power. And President Trump declassified things for us to have knowledge. Because knowledge is power. If knowledge wasn't power, then social media companies wouldn't, wouldn't, uh, wouldn't censor our speech every day. What I was happy with is that he, that he, uh, <clears throat> he pardoned Steve Bannon. Pardoned 73 individuals and commuted sentences of 70 people on his way out. Steve Bannon was one of them. Now, here's some other names. James Roman. Steve Benja Stephen Benjamin Floyd. Kwame Kilpatrick, it looks like. Which I don't know why he did that, but who, who knows. Robert Zangrio. Those are just a few of the names, but I'm so glad that he pardoned. Steve Bannon, because Steve Bannon was, that's, that was another witch hunt by left wing. And Steve Bannon's war room is, is in political, in, in the political realm, the, the, the number one downloaded podcast in the world. And I love that. I, I, I love that. And my hat's off to Steve Bannon and my friends that work over there at the war room. <clears throat> 
Now, officials are also saying, I'm you know, moving on to more news, uh, they tell Gateway Pundit that video evidence of Detroit's reported 3 a.m. ballot dump will be ready by the end of the week. Again, most people are going to listen to that and go, who cares? It's over. Knowledge is power. The more we know, the more evidence we have, the better chance we have at, at continuing to make America great and continuing the fight. Do I wish President Trump would have done something massive in the last few days and not waited to the last minute like we're on edge right now? Of course I do. Of course I do. I'm right there with you, man. <laughs> I wish we could have done, I wish we could have seen something weeks ago. But I'll tell you what, the people of Florida are about ready to have one of the greatest presidents in the United States history and a great governor. And you put those two together and we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Mitch McConnell reportedly threatened President Trump and said, if you pardon Julian Assange, we are much more likely to convict you in an impeachment trial. That's reported on Gateway Pundit 2. So Mitch McConnell, Mitch McChina, is out there with his CCP wife threatening President Trump, basically in a, uh, in a quid pro quo situation. If you do this, I'll do this. They don't want Julian Assange pardoned because of what he knows. And Mitch McChina actually told President Donald Trump, according to the Gateway Pundit, that if you pardon Julian Assange, we are more likely to convict you in an impeachment trial. So when you say, why didn't he pardon Julian Assange and Edward Snowden? It's because of stuff like that. That's how deep that swamp is. We need to primary these Republicans out. Do not switch your party or at least switch your party back to Republican when it comes to primary them out because you can only vote in a primary if you're part of that party. Stay part of the Republican Party at least to primary these snakes out. Now, another good news, Florida, I'll leave, and I'll leave the podcast at this because there's going to be so much more to talk about tonight. Uh, another great news, a Florida lawmaker actually moves to rename a highway after President Donald J. Trump. That's honoring a president. That's honoring a president. And that's a great news. So shout out to, uh, to Florida, <clears throat> the new home of President Donald J. Trump and his family. Shout out to Anthony Sabatini, who has been leading the fight for unconstitutional mask mandates and vaccine mandates. And he's the one who's proposing that, uh, naming the highway after President Donald J. Trump. And I'll just say this, ladies and gentlemen, to leave you with today's podcast. I know it wasn't full of news, but I really wanted to address, you know, what's going on in, in, in full. Okay. I'll leave you. <clears throat> I'll leave you with a prayer. How about that? Ladies and gentlemen, let's bow and let's pray. Lord and Heavenly Father creator of the world, creator of the universe. We thank you for answering our prayers. Our prayers might not be answered in the way we think they're going to be answered or, or the time, timing that we think they're going to be answered in. But you are a just God. And you did promise us that if we acknowledge, give our, acknowledge you, give our souls to Jesus, give our heart to Jesus, that everything that we pray for will be answered. 
We know that you hear us, Lord God. We understand what we don't understand. But we have faith in you, and that's where faith comes in, God. We pray for the safety of the conservative voice. We pray for the safety of the families and of the people who supported President Donald J. Trump. We thank you for giving this man to us as a president to expose the evil that he exposed. We praise you, Lord, for the fight that he did for you, for the unborn, for the people that have, for the children that have a right to live, for the children that are being abducted around the wor world, Lord. We praise you for giving us a man who fought that. Lord, we thank you for opening our eyes, Lord, and we ask that in these emotional trying times, that you stand with us, cover us in the armor of God, relieve our pain, Lord, and give us heavenly energy, heavenly wisdom, and heavenly courage to continue to fight against evil, to spread the word of, uh, uh, of, of, of God, and to truly make this country and this nation great again. We praise you and we pray all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, I will see you tonight live at 5 on Facebook for Live from America. Again, this is Jeremy Harrell, the Hip Hop Patriot. Please go to my website, jeremyharrell.com. You can listen to all podcasts on the hour, every hour after they're posted. You can watch all videos if you are no longer on Facebook. The, the studio is continuing to be built right now. Um, you know how it is when you have plumbers, electricians, and uh, and carpenters all trying to work in tandem. It, uh, it's, uh, it's a mess, but it's, it's, it's moving forward. And once we get the studio up and running, we'll be on more um, platforms. Uh, you'll be able to actually watch this podcast on Rumble every day. We'll be bringing in guests from Congress. We'll be bringing in guests from other news sources. And we will then branch out and have reporters um, who actually are regular contributors to Live from America. And if you like what you hear, if you like what you see, if you want to continue, and if you have the ability to do it, we ask that you donate through JeremyHarrell.com as well. All of those funds go to the growth of Live from America. I thank you so much for all your support, for your love, for your integrity, for your Christianity and your awesomeness. And like President Trump says, ladies and gentlemen, just like here, just like uh, right, right here on Life from America, the best is yet to come. And I'm honored to do this show for you every day. Thank you very much. God bless you. Stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out and your head up high. Because you are a child of God. And no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Have a great day, ladies and gentlemen. Bye-bye. Been a long time coming and we all learned something that we won't ever give it up. Long as I'm bleeding, I'ma never stop screaming that we first in America. Black, white, brown, all cities, all towns, the rebirth.